0: You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we explore and expose the illusion that being a successful entrepreneur is at odds with our deepest desires, our truest selves, or the impact we're after. I'm Brooke Monahan, and it's my hope that this podcast will inspire you to let go of what you think you should do and embrace your very own transcendent vision. Have you ever heard the phrase, get out of your own way? Probably, if you are familiar with personal development coaching world, it's a pretty central concept and maybe you've even had the experience yourself, as I have many times, of realizing, wow, like I was making that so much harder than it needed to be if only I had just gotten out of the way and let it be easier. Um, Today we're going to dive into this concept, how do you get out of your own way so that you can ultimately make faster and easier progress toward your goals. And I'm really excited for this episode because this was a really tough learning for me, but a really critical and pivotal learning for me, and I hope that it sparks some... Uh, awareness and some maybe light bulb moments for you that will make a difference for you. If it does, definitely let me know. Uh, you can leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That's super helpful. But also just like let me know if there's anything that you took away from it or if it did make help you to see things a bit differently. Because what I'm really hoping to do in addition to talk about this concept and what the hell it actually means in a way that's hopefully not like. Too abstract, is also add a little bit of context and nuance um, around what this doesn't mean. Because I think that sometimes we can be misled and we think that we're doing even this wrong. And I'm hoping that I can fill in some of those gaps. So. I'm really hoping this is a helpful episode for you today. Um, if there's really ever an episode to actively listen to, this might be it. So if you're doing something else, maybe just make a mental note to come back to this one um, so that you can really absorb the information that I provide here. I also think that, like, listening to this while you maybe go for a walk or, um, you know, it, it's winter. So if you're somewhere cold, maybe you're on the treadmill or a stationary bike or something like that, something active. Uh, where you can listen and move at the same time. Uh, I always find that that is one of the greatest ways for my brain to just start sort of making connections between the information that's coming in and my own circumstances. Maybe it's different for you, but if you're not one to listen to podcasts like that, try it and see what happens. Because like I said, I'm really hoping that this will give you some some. Uh, light bulb moments or epiphanies that maybe could help you to move forward a bit differently. Now, before I dive in, let me just remind you that this Friday, February 11th at 3 p.m. Central, I'm gonna be hosting a free community training. It's called Transcend Your Dichotomy, Embrace Your Greatest Gifts, increase your impact, and help change the self-sacrifice narrative. I'm going to be covering how your beliefs about self-sacrifice are hindering your business results, how shifting this narrative can open the door to more sustainable growth, maximize your impact on your clients, and contribute to ripple effect impact as you participate in changing the narrative, and the framework and specific questions that you can use to identify the next steps and move forward sustainably and in alignment. Um, To get registered for the training and receive the recording, the training recap, and all of the resources that I have discussed over the past few episodes that I promised to send out with that recap, you can go to bit.ly slash tydlive and put in your email to save your spot. So now we're going to get into it. What do we mean by get out of your own way? Um, I thought that a really good way to illustrate this concept would be by telling you a story about a time that I believe I... uh, I remember realizing that I was in my own way and what happened when I got out of the way. So just after the pandemic hit, I had been working for myself for about 10 months or so at the time. And up until that point, I had been offering project management consulting services, systems coaching, process improvement coaching and consulting. Uh, when the pandemic happened, I lost all of my clients. And I, I mean, I was really like at zero again. And I was kind of forced to get back out there after five months of really giving up on the online business thing and um, and really kind of giving up on the idea of getting new clients from uh, the internet. And I was really just kind of like coasting on current clients and I was walking dogs part time. I've, I've talked about this on the show before, and especially if you've listened from the beginning. I mean, I was already well into the podcast at this point i told this part of the story before. When I decided to come back to the online business world, I really changed gears. I decided that instead of offering project management and process improvement services, I was going to finally go all in on the things that I had been talking about on my podcast and Instagram, which was really focused on the personal growth that you need to to do in order to start running a business um, in a way that is sustainable and aligned. And I wasn't using those words at the time, but that's definitely what I was doing. It just took me probably... Uh, another, I don't know, six months or so to figure out that that's what I was talking about. Now, at first, I got this huge wave of new clients. So unlike anything that I had ever gotten before, um, I generated a wait list. Like I had been gone for five months and I came back and sort of put things out there, put a new service out there. And ended up booking out that month, which was so surprising to me. But that slowed down really quickly once I realized that my rates were pretty unsustainable and I still was not getting consistent clients out of that. So I changed my rates and I sort of figured, okay, this isn't really quite the right service. And I, I pivoted toward these different style coaching sessions and it really slowed down quite a bit again and I wasn't getting consistent clients. And a couple of months went by and I was really just getting a trickle of people coming through for these three session coaching packages. And it was great because I was getting to do the work that I loved, but I was really questioning if it was possible to keep going like that. Like, it was not good (laughs) for being about a year into business. Now, I also wanna just say like, I I was supporting myself. Right. So and a lot of that came from like the savings from the period before I had I've told this story before and I'm not going to get fully into this, but I just like to like provide the some additional color to the story, uh, because when I say things like it wasn't good, it's like, it was fine because I was figuring things out and really most people do not start a business and then just like hit success, right? And so I consider it a success that I was able to for that year work for myself and figure shit out and that I was financially okay especially during the pandemic right so let's just add some nuance when we talk about the good and bad because I think that that black and white way of looking at things can sometimes make us feel like I'm doing something wrong when you're not really doing anything wrong and probably your experience is really normal anyways um so I was I was just getting kind of a trickle of people they were doing these three session coaching packages so pretty short term um yeah I was getting to do the work that I liked but it, Again, it was like, this is not, this cannot be, there's got to be something. Like, this cannot be it. Um, I distinctly remember being in the gym one morning and I was just racking my brain thinking, there has got to be something that I am missing. Like, I I really just felt like there was something I was overlooking that was probably right in front of my nose that would, like, unlock this next level that I was just so desperate to get to. And I remember thinking, well, eventually I'm going to launch this group program, but obviously that's not it right now, because right now is not the time. And I kept having that thought like at some point I'm going to launch this group program, but what's the thing for right now? Because clearly it's not the time for that yet. And I had been thinking about launching a group program, a group coaching program since the very beginning of my business. But I had just always told myself that I wasn't there yet. I needed to grow my Instagram audience. I needed to get more experience one-on-one first. I needed to build authority. I needed to have a list of people who I knew would sign up beforehand and, you know, pre-launch and all of that shit. And what I realized in that moment at the gym was that I was just so terrified that I would try it and it would fail because for so long I had been telling myself that was the thing. And I was so terrified that the thing, the only thing that kept coming to me, that if I tried that, it wouldn't work. I was so afraid of that that I was telling myself I didn't know what to do. I was telling myself it wasn't time, and right now I didn't know what to do. But really, I had known from the very beginning what to do. I was just scared to do it, and I wanted to experience this linear, incremental growth that I assumed would signal to me that I was ready, (laughs) right? Like, I would experience some slow, steady growth and then get to the point where I realized, okay, Now is the time for the group program and it's gonna work because I've done all of this groundwork that I was told I needed to do. I built the authority. I got the experience with the one-on-ones. I have the perfect sales page because I did everything according to how it was supposed to go. And I was trying to control the shit out of that progress. Like, (laughs) I was trying to just... Make sure that it went exactly like that because I had already decided that's how it was going to go, right? And the group program idea had been beating me over the head for months and I was resisting it out of fear. When I finally decided to go for it, I had never launched anything before, I sat down and I created an outline of what I wanted to cover in the program and then I pulled out a sheet of line paper and I made a launch calendar which was essentially a very vague four-week plan to basically share my launch process and kind of talk about like how that launch process was related to the content that I was teaching in that program very close to what I'm talking about right now, because this was sort of the beginning of starting to get into this type of work and just being really transparent about like why I held myself back from it for so long and why I'm going for it. And then like what we're gonna cover in it. And it was like this whole meta kind of thing, which is really how I had done things for a very long time at that point. And four weeks later, I ended up launching Dream Biz Training Camp, which was the original name of now Transcend Your Dichotomy Training Camp, which has gone through multiple iterations and is now a part of the Rule Breakers crew. And I had nine people enroll and I made $15,000. And I believe I had sold five of those spots by private invitation before I even launched. So that was like a real turning point in my business because showed me like there like I could do this right and I, at that point I had I remember there was this one coach that I was following at the time who was always talking about like um five figure launches and how like the five figure launch like you needed like all of her you know expertise on how to do that and whatever and I remember doing this and being like wow <laughs> I just did a five figure launch basically just by being like Just do the fucking thing that you've wanted to do for months, Brooke, like figure it out, you'll be fine. And when that cohort ended, people didn't want to leave the program. So I started the Rule Breakers crew because of that. And I still have clients from that cohort in the Rule Breakers crew still working with me, which is like such a win. Like when I tell you that this this timeframe was so critical for me, And it would have happened eventually because it was the answer that was always presenting itself. But I mean, if I had just kept putting it off, I mean, we'd still be there. So so now it isn't like everything just clicked and it wasn't hard after that, right? That's not what I'm saying. That's not the point. My next launch after that didn't really go well. I had so much to figure out after that initial launch, like around just like my marketing and my business model and all of that, like so much work to do and still work to do, right? Because it's like, this is not, this is a practice, this is ongoing, right? But it was absolutely a moment where I realized that there was $15,000 sitting there waiting for me if I could just stop resisting the answer that was presenting itself to me for months that's what it felt like. It was like, oh, there's 15 grand right there. I'm sitting here every single day, racking my brain on how to make money. And if I had literally just done the thing that I knew from the beginning I was going to do, I I would have made the money. Right. And now granted, of course, if I did it before, maybe I wouldn't have that whole, all of those months before then of you know, talking about this stuff without an offer, certainly built me up to that point. But I'm just saying, this is a person who was convinced that she was not ready yet. And when she finally did it, when I finally did it, it was like, yeah, there you go. I was like, what? Looking around like, that was it. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) There was so much drama leading up to it, right? So... What was it that really made the difference? Because here's the thing. The truth about getting out of your own way is that it is really fucking hard to know when you are standing in the way. And I will tell you, at that time, I had no fucking clue, right? And the antidote, I think, to standing in your own way is trust, So let me quickly review the four parts of the framework that I've discussed many times in this podcast before, but in case it's your first time joining, and I'm just gonna go through this really quick for those of you who have heard it before. Um, vision, truth, trust, and practice, right? So vision is what you want to create and what success looks like for you. I went into this in depth two episodes back. So jump back two episodes and dive into that if you wanna hear more about vision. Uh, Truth is about the stories that you're telling yourself and the beliefs that you hold. Trust is about where you're putting your faith and actively choosing to put faith in more supportive truths just long enough to make a different choice, right? And move differently. Practice is about constantly checking in on those three areas, taking action accordingly, and then doing it all over again, right? So I'm going to talk a lot more about this framework and the specific questions you can ask yourself to go deeper in this, in that training on Friday. Again, that's bit.ly tydlive if you want to save a seat for that. So I just said that trust is the antidote to standing in your own way. And that trust comes down to where you are putting your faith. And in this particular instance, I think that getting out of your own way comes down to placing your trust and faith in yourself and your own ideas instead of placing faith in the quote right way. No surprise here if you've listened to me for any given amount of time. So for those of you who are regular listeners of the podcast or who have taken a program with me or been to one of my community trainings, maybe your ears just perked up, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Uh, because I've spent multiple episodes talking about the stages that I observe entrepreneurs move through when they go from rule follower to game changer, right? And one of the markers of the agency phase, which is the third phase, which is square in rule breaker territory, right? Is that your trust starts to shift away from getting it right and toward yourself, So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about getting out of your own way, right? The antidote to standing in your way is putting your trust in yourself and your own ideas instead of what is right. And that is one of the key markers of moving into rule breaker territory in the phase of agency. Um, And what comes before agency? Fallout, which is essentially the nothing I fucking do works phase, which is exactly where I was when I was in the gym that morning, right? So if you want to take the training that will walk you through those five phases, I'm not going to go in depth on it now because it's a whole episode in itself and I've done those episodes. Um, if you go back a couple of, um, Episode 103, actually, you can hear more on that. But if you want to take the training that's actually going to walk you through all of that, then you can go to bit.ly slash tyd training. And I'll also put that in the show notes. It's called How to Take Consistent Sustainable Aligned Action, and it will bring you through all of those phases in case I lost you there. But if I didn't lose you, basically what I'm saying is agency, the agency phase, which is you learning to break the rules is essentially a practice of you getting out the fuck out of your own way. You with me? So without making you sit through the entire training to understand what the fuck I mean, I'm going to put this very simply, okay? When you are convinced that you think you know how things are quote supposed to go and you try to control the shit out of everything to make it go that way, you are resisting what is likely right in front of you and you are more than likely slowing yourself down and making things harder on yourself and you are almost definitely standing in your own way. Why? Because my friends, control is the opposite of trust. You are trying to control your timing and your process. You are throttling because it feels more comfortable. And in order to really move forward differently, there is no way to get around needing to trust. Why? Why is that? Because, listen, are you listening? Your entire nervous system is trained to the way that you have been showing up to generate your current results. So making the shift that will create different results almost always sets off alarm bells in your body that this is wrong and it is scary and you should pump the brakes. Okay, so I'm gonna just say that one more time. Control is the opposite of trust. Because you are trying to control your timing and your process, and by doing that you are throttling because it feels more comfortable. And in order to really move forward differently there is no way to get around that the need to trust and that discomfort because your entire nervous system is trained to the way that you have been showing up to generate current results so making the shift that will create different results almost always sets off alarm bells in your body that this is wrong and scary you need to pump the brakes and here's the thing you need to learn to discern between your intuition and resistance. And I'm going to say more on that in a minute, okay? Because if every time that things feel different, you put on the brakes to put yourself back in control, which feels more comfortable, you will stay right where you are. That is from where I'm sitting, the definition of standing in your own way. So trust is how you get out of your own way, and control is the opposite of that. And now I want to talk about a few things that will help you put this into practice, not really by telling you what to do, but instead by giving you more information about how this works so that you can apply it more effectively to your individual circumstances and stay on track. Because again, this is really far more about learning this for yourself um, than it is about doing it right, obviously, based on what I just said earlier about, you know, needing to take your focus off of doing it the right way. Um, and you, are, you need to develop your own discernment around this, right? Because I'm not saying, like, go against what your body is telling you to do. But what I am saying is that sometimes in the beginning, your body is going to tell you don't do that because you are used to doing things in a way that actually is not fucking working. And we need to be willing to, when we know what the next step is, to put our faith in that because we have nothing to go on because we've never done it that way before. So a couple things that I want to... Again, add some more context nuance and a little bit more color to this so that you can understand it a bit more and apply it a bit more critically to your own current situation. So the first thing is progress comes through missteps. I am not saying that if you simply trust everything will come together beautifully and a million dollars is going to drop out of the sky into your fucking lap. In fact, that is seeking savior not agency. I'm referring to my five stages from rule follower to game changer again, which you can again dive deeper into in episode 103 or by taking really any of my free trainings. That was my Roomba, in case you just heard that. It's apparently stuck on something. (laughs) Sorry. But essentially, what I mean by this is in order for us to create sustainable, aligned, impactful businesses, we absolutely need to stop just doing whatever we think needs to be done to get things, quote, right. That is the kind of shit that will burn you out, and it keeps you out of your integrity and out of your agency. And if you're trying to get your mindset quote right to get the easy result, guess what? You're you are in seeking savior, my friend. You are not in agency. I don't care if we're talking about surrendering control or hustling. It's the same thing because you're not actually uh, you're not actually trusting. You're trying to control shit. So, you need to understand that all progress and learning comes from fucking up. That's the truth. That's why growth mindset is such a big focus in my programs. Ultimately, you learn faster when you're just willing to make missteps. I'm not saying do sloppy work or be irresponsible. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, but I am saying that you need to be okay with setbacks. You need to be okay with things not going the way that you thought they were going to go. You need to be okay with getting things wrong. And the quicker that you just move, and learn from the missteps, the quicker you will make progress. Likewise, I talked about developing your own discernment around, you know, does this feel wrong because it's outside of my values or not right for me? Or does this feel wrong because I'm just used to doing it in a particular way? I wish I could say that this one was different, but I actually don't think that it is. I think that we develop this discernment by getting it wrong sometimes and learning about ourselves. So if you want to get out of your own way, you need to leave perfectionism at the door, right? You need to be okay with learning from getting it wrong, learning from missteps. You need to be okay with the fact that you might trust and you might move and it might not go the way that the story that I told you at the top of this episode went. But if you learn something from it that points you in the right direction, then that is still way faster progress than staying where you're at, right? Just be ready to correct mistakes, be ready to check back in and make and, and correct based on what you learned, right And this is the other thing too is that for those of us who work with other people, like I, I just have to say this because I said um, you know we have to be okay with fucking up. And if you happen to fuck up and in a way that affects somebody else, be willing to take accountability for it and be willing to repair. That is all that you can do, right? And of course, within the context of whatever the work is that you do, be responsible about how you do that. But we need to balance that with perfect, with, you know, we need to not be in a perfectionist uh, mode when we move forward because you're holding yourself back from learning what you need to learn, and you you just need to be okay with the fact that like you learn by messing up, you learn by doing things wrong, and then realizing, oh, and actually, that's the most efficient way to learn, right? And you'll learn a lot faster if you're willing to do that. The other thing that I wanna to touch on is that you actually don't need to sit around and diagnose every single fucking mindset block. And I put mindset block in quotes in my notes. <laughs> Because I'm just so sick of hearing this fucking word. Maybe that's just a phase that I'm going through, but um, you don't need to sit around and diagnose every mindset block to get out of your own way, okay? Some people get really addicted to this phase of, like, quote, like, unblocking. And while it can be really helpful to identify where certain patterns or beliefs come from, it actually isn't always necessary. And sometimes you're just entertaining bullshit that doesn't need to be entertained. I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> In this example that I shared with you earlier, if I had sat around journaling about why I was afraid of failure and was being so controlling, Yeah, I might have landed on some important information, but in this case, I was pretty—it was pretty fucking obvious to me that I was resisting. And once I knew that, I mean, it wasn't obvious to me until it was, right? But the second I knew that, I moved. And moving is going to teach you a lot about yourself. So yeah, do the mindset work, but move while you do it because things about the the thinking about the block, thinking about why you're uncomfortable, thinking about why you're scared is not what creates different results. That's not you stepping out of your own way, right? Doing the thing and creating new connections and habits is what creates new results. And along the way, it's going to reveal a lot of information to you. So don't get stuck in a habit of trying to identify like every single mindset block that you have, or figure out how your brain is working and what every single thought that you have is connected to and where it came from. I mean, get a therapist who will help you go into that stuff for sure. Like, that is super valuable uh, work. But there's a fine line between doing that and just like indulging a bunch of bullshit, like inner critic voices. And it's easy to get addicted to that and tell yourself that you're, quote, doing the work when really you are squarely in your own way because you're not actually just trusting and moving. Right. So you don't have to figure out how to not be uncomfortable. In fact, if you do that, you're probably still resisting and controlling. So with that. I want to just give you a heads up that during the training that's this Friday on February 11th, again, it's at 3 p.m. Central, I'm going to be going deeper into vision, truth, trust, and practice and how to use this framework. But really, this training is in many ways about a specific case of standing in your own way. It's called Transcend Your Dichotomy, Embrace Your Greatest Gifts, Increase Your Impact and Help Change the Self-Sacrifice Narrative. And essentially, I'm going to be talking about how putting your your trust in yourself instead of that self-sacrifice narrative can really move you along toward creating the business that you truly want. So again, we're going to be talking about how your beliefs about self-sacrifice are hindering your business results, how shifting this narrative can open the door to more sustainable growth, maximize your impact on your clients, and contribute to ripple effect impact as you participate in changing that narrative, and the framework and specific questions that you can use to identify next steps and move forward sustainably and in alignment. If you want to dive into how you can get out of your own way by relinquishing your self-sacrifice tendency. I really hope to see you there. Again, you can register at bit.ly/slash tydlive. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I uh, was really enjoying writing the outline for it and sharing it with you today. If you loved it, share it with someone who you know needs to hear it. Leave us a rating and a review, and I would love to see you at that training. Everything that you need will be in the show notes. But again, bit.ly/slash tydlive is always where you can sign up for my free community trainings. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The show is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with production and marketing support from Alex Henderson. If you want to support me in the show, the best way to do that is to leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts and share the show with someone who you know needs to hear it. For free trainings, my weekly newsletter, or to join us in the Rule Breakers crew, go to brooke monahancom That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.